Hey, I'm Ethan. Hey, I'm Mike. I watched the first half of Pottersville. I watched the second half of Pottersville. And this is the other half. Mike, it's Christmas time. Yeah, it's Christmas time. It's Christmas time. Heck yeah. It's holiday time. It's also Hanukkah. It's also Kwanzaa. But right now it's Christmas time because this movie plays the song at the beginning. Oh, okay. I just play it. Sorry, stop. I'm just letting you know. Okay, this is a Christmas you. movie. All right. Because if it didn't have a Christmas song at the beginning, I wouldn't know this is a Christmas <laughs> movie. <laughs> There's a bit of stuff after that also plays it at Christmas. Oh, really? Do you know why this movie is called Pottersville? No. Is it a sequel to uh, It's a Wonderful Life? Yeah. Oh. Really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. It is referencing It's a Wonderful Life. How? Well, you'll learn. Oh, okay. Because so, just the, think about that. First off, this movie references It's a Wonderful Life. Okay. From I, title, even. Well, that's, yeah, that's what I thought. I was expecting that. And I didn't. It also stars Michael Shannon, Judy Greer, Ron Perlman, Christina Hendricks, Thomas Lennon, and Ian McShane. An insane cast of actors. Yes. For this movie. This movie. Pottersville. I I put this on the list. I was going you through did. Netflix. You were very hyped up for this. I was going because I heard about this last year, and I was going through Netflix, and I was like, "Holy shit, it's on Netflix! We have to watch it." Because I heard this movie is awful. And then last week, we were hanging out with some friends, and one of our friends, Andy, who was on uh, he was on the uh, Kid and King Arthur's Court episode. Um, he came up to me. He's like, "You need to watch this movie, Pottersville." He rec- recommended it to us, even though it was already on the list. Interesting. So this this movie is a movie that we've been recommended. A movie I really wanted to see. I'm so curious to hear about how this movie opens because this this is one of the worst movies I've ever seen for this podcast. Interesting. Yeah, I really hated this movie. I didn't mind this movie. <laughs> I won't say it's good. No. I won't. Will nearly ever go that far. <laughs> but I wasn't really bored watching it. Were I was, you annoyed? I was just annoyed most of the time. Um, nah, maybe a little bit, but mm. like I don't know. It, it just felt. Maybe it's just that Christmas song at the beginning. You know, it got yeah. me in the mood to be. It's Christmas time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that gets me in the mood every time <laughs> for, for shitty movies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing is this movie is already playing against itself for this podcast because yes. it's, a, it's a comedy. Yes. Yeah. Which usually comedies on this podcast. Wait, this is a comedy? It's supposed to be. Okay. Maybe that's the part that's bad about it. <laughs> I had no expectations. Once. I thought it was one of those artsy movies. What? I thought it was really? like an artsy drama. Where are you serious? Like one of those dark comedies, you're not really supposed to laugh. Yeah, I thought so. Are you serious? Yeah, I thought this was like a like a like a prestigious, pretentious like art house film. Maybe. Wow. I mean, all those actors. Well, were all those it. all these actors usually do show up in these kinds of films. exactly. So that's why I kind of was just like my expectations were not not in line. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. Maybe it's better for that. Probably because in the end, I'm just like, oh, okay, that's which is fine. which is how I do with some some movies that are, are reaching a little higher than they're supposed to. Speaking of all of this, yeah, this all plays into my first problem with the movie as we get into the plot and everything else. Michael Shannon is a very strange cast for our protagonist of the movie. I feel I think he's I like I okay. Starting off, I love Michael Shannon as an actor. Uh-huh. I think he's a very charming guy, especially in interviews. I really like him, but. He looks like a gargoyle. Okay. I was going to say, I appreciate that they casted him as a protagonist. Yes. Because he's always... The villain. Always a villain. Yeah. Always double crosses you. Yeah. Always is that. Or like a weirdo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like but, in uh, The Night Of. He's like a weirdo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah And yeah, this yeah. one, 
He's just a straight up protagonist. He's a, he's a hapless, shy protagonist. In fact, he's like one of the purest souls. Yes, exactly. He's like a Mr. Rogers. Yeah, he but really the, is. But the thing is, he looks creepy. Ah, uh, see, I, I, mm, no, I, I don't, I don't agree. I oh. don't agree. I don't think he has traditional handsome looks. That's true. If we've learned anything from Sierra Burgess. We that, know that looks aren't always what they exactly. appear. Exactly. So yeah. I think I think it's nice to have someone who looks. You know, I always feel this way because, um, what when my my uh when Casino Royale came out, and right. it was Daniel Craig as right. the James Bond. Everyone hated him because he was blonde. No, I, for, well, one of my my uncles said he didn't like the movie could, or didn't like the casting because he looked like a villain. Oh, he looked too evil. Oh, I see. And I'm just like, what? A, you can't judge a book by its cover. You can't just tell look like look at someone and be like that person is a bad guy. Right, right, right. Right? Like right. that that just seems very close-minded to me. Okay, maybe and So for me I see Michael Shannon I'm like, "You know what? He looks weird. Whatever." Right. He could be pure of heart. And so sure. I bought it. Absolutely. Okay. I guess it because I came in halfway through the movie, I just see this man dressing up like a Bigfoot and running yeah. around and then like seeming very off and weird and like reserved and quiet, I just I just I didn't. You just thought he was like a serial I just killer. thought he was a weirdo. Yeah, like I didn't, I didn't, I never thought he was supposed to be a charming main protagonist. And the one thing that works against it too, I think, is we have Judy Greer, who's always underutilized in every movie I've ever seen her. She's finally playing like a protagonist, like a like a like a secondary protagonist of a movie. She mm-hmm. plays, I think, the love interest of uh, Michael <sighs> Shannon. Spoilers. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> There's no chemistry between the two of them. Like, they feel like... Uh, yeah, I, it felt like the script is going for it. The script is trying to force it, but these actors together... They don't seem there's, to... Th- she seems very off-put by him, especially yeah. in the last half of the movie. She seems very... And then, like, I'm going to just spoil it. <gasps> it ends with them kissing, Oh, and I couldn't watch it. Like, it felt it felt like in a kid's movie when they, like, force two kids to kiss each oh, other. Oh, God. Like, it's it doesn't feel like they want to be there. doesn't feel like the people want to shoot it. just feels like this needs to happen because of the, like, story. It just felt... It, one, it felt unearned. But two, it just... There was no chemistry between the two of them. And I think one of the reasons is because Michael Shannon is just a very off-putting person in the movie i i guess like, but maybe but that but maybe i feel like me. i felt like at the beginning he just i don't know we'll get into that's it let's me. let's talk about let's talk, let's about, talk the about the plot let's talk about the plot right so it starts off with christmas time uh, yep yeah, and then it's like showing every, it's a montage of the town the town is very sleepy it's very quiet and we see my name in town uh 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 uh, uh <laughs> it's a wonderful life land yeah, yeah okay yeah. Got it. Okay. <laughs> bedford falls yeah <laughs> uh we got uh michael shannon mm-hmm. he walks right up he opens this really cute general store he opens yeah it up. he lives in it he he does not live in it oh he doesn't no mike mike you have so much to learn about his I character do. i do uh he opens this little cute little general shop mm-hmm. uh which is to a quiet town there's nobody there everything's like for rent Right. Nobody wants to live there anymore. It's very quiet and sleepy. And um he opens it up, someone comes in, they buy something, they go, Oh, you know, can I can I put it on the tab? I know it's really high. And Michael Shannon's like, That's fine, you can go ahead and do that. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Here you go, Timmy, have this like free gingerbread. You, the lady's like, Thank you for that. You know, Hot ever, dog. I, we'll pay you back as soon as you know, uh, my husband gets his job, finds a job. You know, it's just been so hard after the salt, like the mill closed, you know. Oh, so this yeah, is like a class this is a classic like Midwest working town, class working class town. town, where it's propped up by like one company having that place open and then people having jobs. What is the company? I, I don't think it's ever mentioned. They just oh, say the mill. The mill. But it's closed kind uh, yeah, of. Yeah. It, it's, it's milling all those uh, 
<laughs> Those Bigfoot <laughs> rumors. That's what they're doing. Right, right. Wait, is Bigfoot established at this point? No. Right. Michael Shannon is the one that starts it all So, off. yes. Yeah. It's a very interesting way he goes about it. I'm curious I, about I kind of don't mind how it happened. Okay. Uh, tell me. So, you can tell this guy's very nice. Yes. Uh, you got... Uh, um, Oh, what's her name? You just mentioned her name. <laughs> Judy Greer. Judy Greer. She shows up and is like, she oh, yeah, I'm nice. Yeah. yeah. She's she's his assistant. Right. Then she like, has a big old yes. crush on him. Does she? Doesn't she? I don't know. She just seems to think he's okay. Oh, then that makes that even worse. <laughs> All right. I don't know. They seem to be very nice with each other. But and that's like, about it just it. seems like they're friendly, right? Yeah, they just seem very... Okay. They just seem I like assumed, someone who's been working the whole time together. I assume that they like had a crush on each other. Oh man, well that, that that's such good chemistry. That's why, right? No, because the movie made it seem like they were uh, supposed to. Okay, yeah. Uh, because I know that he was supposed to be in a relationship with Christina Hendricks. Yes. Yeah. Were they married? Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, another another actor totally underutilized after the her work on Mad Men. Like amazing work she's yeah, done she's on Mad gotten, Men. She's gotten like weird roles, like side roles where she's been killed Anything off. Good? Nah. Uh, she was good in the Neon Demon, but she was hardly in that. Wasn't movie. she in Drive? She got killed. She wasn't dri- barely like in minute. drive. Yeah, yeah. It was like, yeah, she's just not used. She to was anything. in Bad Santa too. Oh yeah, sure. She was in this. <laughs> I just feel like her manager is not doing her any favors. No, man. really picking. It's real, a real shame. Real picking bad ones. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of shame, we got Ian McShane showing up oh. here. What? Is, who is he like in the world? In the world, like in real life? No, sorry. In this world, in he, the world of Pottersville. So he shows he? up and he offers to sell meat to uh michael shannon okay and uh, he's a hunter he goes out and hunts things he freezes it or whatever and then goes around town selling his meat or whatever uh <laughs> his name's bart which is a great name for, okay. for some crazy hunter guy in the woods Got um it. he it's like michael shannon buys it's like oh uh give me some elk my wife will love elk steak no we'll make it tonight it'll be great and and then he's like man uh you should probably stop drinking all that moonshine and uh bart says no it's you know what the earth's crazy we're just barreling through space at like we're just a rock and the only way to get off of it is to die so i that's why i drink moon sign and that'll make me that won't make me crazy that makes me live oh boy okay. um, he explained it way better honestly he explained it better than i did I well he's ian mcshane you can give him the phone book and he'd read it he does like, very dramatic yes he he's yeah. very good um you know what he would be great as a comic relief character yes wouldn't that be great? I'm sure he has all the comedic timing of a um, Holocaust joke. <laughs> <laughs> Correct, Mike. He, he does bring a certain lightness. He's a quirky character. He's a very quirky character. Yeah. Right. That's about it. Yeah. Like, I don't, I, none of his jokes are funny. No. I, I did laugh this movie a couple times, though, Mike. I have to admit. <laughs> I don't. What? I don't mind. This movie's not good, but I don't mind it. Wow. Anyway, I hated it. I know you did. I know. I, I, I don't blame you. Like I'm not like. Oh my god. <laughs> god how, could, hurt. how could you hate this movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This gem. <laughs> this hidden gem. This, hit, this hidden gem. With them trying to ape. It's a wonderful life. Ah, ape. Ah. There you go. <laughs> so uh, you all hear about that soon, audience. Um, anyway, so he gives Michael Shannon some moonshine. Says, hey, for whenever you want to get a little bit crazy. Uh huh. Uh, and Does Michael then, Shannon ever drink it? Uh-huh. And oh. so he goes, so Michael Shannon's like, you know what? I got this nice meat. I'm going to go surprise my wife with it. And uh, Judy Greer, can you hang out here and close up shop? She's like, sure, I can do that. Mm-hmm. So he goes home and he opens up, he got a nice uh, bouquet of flowers and is like, hey, honey, are you home? I came home early. You know, you want, she's s- probably cheating on you him. want some, uh, 
you want some uh, elk meat? <laughs> I got some. It'll be a great surprise. Uh-huh. And he hears like howling upstairs. And he's like, what is this? And then. Uh, is uh, she a furry? Huh? Is she a furry? And then he's like, wow, we got a dog. <laughs> so I'm going to go upstairs. Maybe she got a puppy or something. And he walks in mm-hmm. and you just see this person in a wolf outfit mm-hmm. and this other person in a rabbit outfit. Yep, and yep, they're yep. just like, what's happening? What is this? <laughs> Honey, what's going on? And Christina Hendricks takes her, takes her, her, her bunny, bunny, bunny head off. Bunny head off. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you know, I'm, I, we weren't doing anything. We're not having sex or anything. We're just in our suits. Right. We like rubbing out. up against each other. Yeah. 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 I don't even think they just said that. They said, that, they said rules of the club is to not have sex. Right. That's what the, the wolf says. The roof is, the wolf, wow. The wolf. Sheriff Jack. He's played by Ron Perlman. Oh. He's, he was there with her. Okay. And okay, he's like, okay. no, no, we weren't doing anything. We we're just hanging out here, uh, you know, just doing furry stuff. <laughs> and Michael Shannon's like, what is a furry? Yes. And I'm like, I did not expect to hear <laughs> Michael Shannon ever say ever that. Ever say that in my life. What I bet you one thing you definitely weren't expecting is Ron Perlman explaining what a furry is to you. Well, they didn't really. They just oh. they just kind of just dismissed it as like, whatever, we weren't cheating on each other. That's all oh, you need to know. Okay. And then Christina Hendricks is like, we need to take a break. I'm bored. That's the point of why I do this stuff behind your back. Uh-huh. Because I'm bored. And I'm like, that's a fucking terrible reason. <laughs> I'm bored. Well, why don't you discuss it before just doing it and then being like, this yeah. will take a break. Maybe it's like, maybe we could, maybe I can discuss it instead of taking a break. Maybe we can discuss going through this. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. she's just like, Maybe nah. we can take a break and we both are aware of it. Yeah. yeah. Or, or like. Maybe we could discuss how we can make this work. And then if that doesn't work, take a break or something. I, I would never want to be in anything furry with Michael Shannon. I feel like he would like go like like mad. If, like, crazy? A furry yeah. yeah, and he'd like, start betray eating people. You. Yeah. <laughs> betray me. Well, there's there's a funny scene where Ron Pearl, where, um, Michael Shannon keeps thinking uh, Ron Perlman's a squirrel, but he keeps correcting him and saying he's a wolf. Oh, boy. It's very clearly a wolf. Like It's very obvious. It's obviously not him. a squirrel. Yeah. yeah. Um, boy anyway and then ron perlman's like you better keep this quiet no one should know about this i'm a big deal in town you know that and he's like well, yeah know. you're the sheriff <laughs> yeah i don't care about this yeah anyway um then michael shannon comes back to the um his shop and uh parker's closing up which is her name mm-hmm. God, i can never Just remember her name judy greer judy greer i can never remember her name like i see her all the time yeah she's in and a I'm lot like, of things she's in almost everything yeah, yeah. I'm like she's a good actress she is a very good never actor. remember her name yeah. and i feel terrible well you should and i apologize yes i apologize, apologize to you, judy greer julie greer julie greer julie greer her name right at least J- judy greer i'm impersonating michael shan this scene okay julie greer i'm so sorry because <laughs> oh. i've been drinking wine all night and i'm moonshine ah there we go because i'm sad and you should have given that uh, moonshine to uh, to Ron Perlman because he's a wolf. Oh, <laughs> what <laughs> moonshine? Oh, okay. <laughs> Like, wow, that, that, all right. that was a stretch. That was a stretch. That was all right. That was all right. Um, and he's just drunk, and she's like, wow, I've never seen you drunk. He's like, this is the first time I've been drunk since my wedding night. Wow. And it's like, wow, okay, you get a lot about this character. And just that that sentence there. Yeah, this is hysterical. Uh, yeah, hilarious. <laughs> and then he admits that Connie left him. And she's like, oh, wow. And he's like, just let me know, are you part of the furry sex club? And she's like, what? I'm leaving. And <laughs> uh, because apparently 36 people are also in this club, in this small town. Yeah, quite a few. Uh, that's like half the town. But it's not a sex club, so he, he mistakenly says that. And that's funny. Yeah. Anyway, he's drunk enough, and he sees 
He sees this fuzzy camouflage suit in the corner. That's why? He sees it. He's That's just like, why? He starts putting it on. He's just like, you know what? You furry freaks. I'm going to put this on, and I'm going to go run around town and just just be furry. I'm going to be so the best like, gamer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. So oh, you, the last thing you see is him take a swig. He finds a gorilla mask in like the Halloween outfit thing, puts right. it on. He's just like, yeah. Just storms out the store. Next scene is him waking up off the floor, which I kind of was like, okay, you don't know what happened. Right. Good thing they just show you immediately after. Okay. Right. There he wakes go. up and he gets out. He puts some clothes on, goes out. Uh, Judy Greer is like, check this out. And they look on the, the news. Mm-hmm. And the news is all about a bunch of people reporting a Bigfoot sighting. Whoa. And as they're reporting each of the sightings, he has a flashback of him you know, doing wacky things such as running in front of a bunch of stoners in the woods. Yeah, yeah. Or running in front of an old man's house and like drinking out of the little kid piss fountain. That the, you know, little kid. Old people have statues with little kids like angels oh, peeing. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had to explain that. What would you think it was? I thought you meant he was drinking little kid piss. No. <laughs> it makes them less scared. So you know. <laughs> Uh, he has to do that sort of thing. No, it was just like a fountain. He was just peeing okay. out of it. Okay, okay. And he, he walks back. He's like, oh, my God. So he goes back in his office. He packs up all his Bigfoot gear, and he's just like appalled by what he did. So he right. goes immediately to the sheriff's office to come clean. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they have a news report. There's a bunch of people outside. The sheriff's office is obviously very busy because of all these, you know, Bigfoot sightings. Right. The first place I would go if I exactly. thought Bigfoot. Sure. So he goes to his friend Jack, and Jack immediately is like, hey, man, look, I swear I didn't bang your wife. Like, it's cool. We weren't doing anything. Ron Perlman? It, Ron Perlman. Oh, okay. Says, you know, there's nothing wrong. It's all good. And then he gets, he's like, well, I have something to show you. And he's like, you want to see it? And he's like, no, no, I got, I got to take this TV call from this anchor. Mm. And he's like, there's never <laughs> been so much busyness in the, in the city. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. Well, mm-hmm. I'll tell you later then. So he walks out. So he picks up the phone and he's talking to a thing that stops a ship in the water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's just nice. Uh, so then, um, these so he's walking away and these two people come and like hey can we sell stuff at your store it's all bigfoot stuff we're just gonna sell it we're making a bunch of merch i don't know if we can sell it he's like yeah whatever he sees his wife walking and comes up to her and he's like hey you want to talk like a little bit about like what happened last night and all that stuff Mm -hmm. she's like no no i have stuff to do i have to go see this bigfoot stuff and she says this is the most interesting thing that happened to this town in decades Mm. and i'm all interested in it he's like i can't believe you believe this stuff she's like of course i do there's video footage of it yeah no there's no video footage there's only anecdotal footage of it that's all yep they go off these people's words okay there's multiple witnesses though so, oh, okay um, i mean multiple witnesses came out and said like the same they saw the same thing in completely different parts uh-huh. it's a little bit more credible than like at the same night yeah yeah. it's a little yeah. bit more credible than like one person every five years saying oh i saw bigfoot <laughs> Man, there's way more, but the news just keeps it away. Yeah, bro. News doesn't talk about they it. They just don't. You're right. They I'm don't want to scare everybody. <sighs> so uh, he's like, you I know what? The second Bigfoot movie we've seen for the podcast. It has. Yeah. Willow Creek was the first Willow one. Creek was very good. Yeah, that was a good movie. Yeah. This is not. This is not. This is not a good movie. <laughs> um, so he decides like, well, you know, I got to get my wife back. So she's interested in this stuff. Maybe somehow if I dress up as Bigfoot... Then maybe she'll come back to me. So he continues to go up. I hate There's a montage of him running around as Bigfoot still, like dressed up. Um, this is so dumb. He straight up stands in front of a family who's like getting ready for Christmas and putting like their Christmas tree up <laughs> uh. and just goes, bah! and then the kid's like, hi, Bigfoot. And then he just walks away. And it's very clearly, you can see him in the gorilla mask and everything. He looks like a guy in a suit. And it's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they don't even give a shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, business is booming. There's so many people at the town. Like they're getting lots of 
tourists in. People are buying the merchandise from his store. Everything seems good. Uh, he still can't talk to his wife. <laughs> can't? He's, or she, she, she won't just, talk she to him? She won't talk to him. Okay. Uh, uh, but then, suddenly, she's hanging out at, at the store or whatever, and then this dude arrives in a helicopter. Okay. And right. It's the famous Australian Brock Masterson from hit show Monster Finder. Or Thomas Lennon from the hit show uh, Reno 911. Yes. Yeah, doing a terrible Australian accent. Oh, yes, totally. Yes. Well, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, Mike. Is I was like, this This is the Zach Baggins of the show, you know? <laughs> he really he is Zach in, Baggins. He comes in, he's just straight up Zach Baggins. Yes, just he really is. Overplaying everything. Terrible haircut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Overacting. Over uh, a sense of, uh, of superiority that is completely uh, not, not earned. earned at all, yeah. So now... He comes down. He's like, "I'm going to find. I'm going to find Bigfoot for you." Okay. Yep. <laughs> You're gonna do I'm this doing accent. I'm doing a perfect accent for him. Yeah, that's right. You're doing a very good representation. Exactly, of him. which yeah. is terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> he goes around and gathers everyone up. It's like, let's go look for Bigfoot. So they get a big line with the police, the help of the police, mm-hmm. and they walk and they find a deer, and its back leg is broken, and everyone's must be a Bigfoot. And everyone's like, "It's just a dead deer. Why do we care about this?" Then Brock Masterson jumps on the scene and goes, "No, this is from, this is from Bigfoot. He came and he broke its leg. It's oh. just a common Bigfoot thing." Oh, okay. And it's like, and then Bart comes up, who's the best, and yes. it's like, "Nah, pretty sure this deer just stepped in a hole and died of exposure." <laughs> and I'm like, "All right, this is this is all right." And he's all like, right. "No, I'm gonna keep acting. Get out of here." This is very common too. It's uh, Australian sister or whatever that I found that I've dealt with before in the past and past episodes. Okay, okay. Anyway, is this funny? Uh, I'll, only Ian McShane was funny. Okay, which is weird. I don't. I thought he was his weird deadpan humor was good enough for me. Okay, it, wor- it worked for me. Okay, all the other jokes don't work. No, none of them at all. So yeah, you know, his comic relief was fine. <laughs> anyway, um, he then hangs out. He hangs out in the store uh, and sings about has a song about the yeti he sings about the yeti he has a song he dedicates it to nelson mandela and he's sad which is funny i guess and then um is it a long song it's not that long okay because he runs out he's like i know this is boring you all so i'm gonna stop which is nice nice of him and he's talking to to the audience yeah yeah, exactly (laughs) and then bart for some reason scratches the uh that's a reference to jaws oh yeah he he scratches oh that makes sense yeah he scratches the chalkboard yeah um and then says like, "All right, you know what? I'll find Bigfoot. I'll kill it. Yes. Um, I'm the hunter around here. You know, but I gotta make sure. Do you guys want this to be a boring, quiet town, or do you want this to be a crazy national one? Because we will be the town that bags big Bigfoot once and for all. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like he knows something that everyone else doesn't. I don't know if this comes into play yeah, later. Yeah, it he does seem of, like that, doesn't he it? He does. He seems like he knows something. Yeah. What is that? I wonder. I don't know. He probably knows the real identity of Bigfoot yeah. because he probably was sober or whatever." Yeah. Wow, that's really interesting. Yeah. I, I can't believe I might have predicted that. Sure hope it doesn't come true because that'd be a really lame cop out. Yeah, it yeah. would be. It, it would be. Huh? Yeah. Well, well, I can't wait to tell you I, all about it. I got what? I'm, I'm sure it doesn't. Happen. <laughs> I'm sure it doesn't. Sure it doesn't. Yeah, probably doesn't. <sighs> so <laughs> now we got Michael Shannon admitting he was Bigfoot to his wife in quotes. Uh-huh. He's just talking to no one. You see the Hendrix? Oh, he's not talking to anybody. He's not talking to anyone. Oh, okay. Um, and then he is like, fuck it, and dresses up again and mm-hmm. hides behind Brock Masterson while he's shooting up his like establishing shot of them trying to call for Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, of course, it's a fake show. So he sends a crew member out to clap 
uh, every time he claps or whatever to communicate with Bigfoot. Right. And he does it. And of course, Michael Shannon starts clapping instead. Of course. And it freaks him out. And all of a sudden he appears and freaks everyone out. And Brock just runs away in panic. And they don't get the shot they wanted. <sighs> it sucks. Yeah. Sounds the, like a Zach Baggins thing. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. It's just like Zach Baggins. Uh, he goes back home to his little hotel or wherever they're staying, yeah. packs up and is like, I'm going to leave. There's actually a Bigfoot here. And I didn't sign up for that. <laughs> and he doesn't speak an Australian accent. He's actually... That's you know, right. American. That's why he has a bad Australian exactly. accent. I thought that was a reveal later in the movie. But nope. Yeah. They, they reveal it earlier. He's oh, talking okay. to his agent. His agent, yeah. In, or, or lover. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what their relationship is. Yeah. Um, I like to think it's a professional one. Maybe, but she definitely has some kind of control over him or something. I don't know. <laughs> Um, like an agent would? No, it didn't seem like an agent. It seemed uh, a little romantic, a oh, little bit. Okay, like okay, we okay. will, we always planned on doing this together, sort of thing. Oh, okay. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to read this movie because it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> <clears throat> so uh, he's like, okay, well, what are we gonna do? He's like, she's like, well, the network has a great idea of taking that hunter guy and we'll go and hunt for Bigfoot. And if he gets it, you know, it'll be big ratings. It'll be through the roof. And then you can finally get enough money to start an actual movie career or whatever you actually want to do. And I was like, okay, that sounds fine to me. Cause I don't have to be in the front of fire. Yeah. So they go, they take the sheriff and they go and they meet Bart and Bart's like, all right, I'll agree, but I need more money. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I want to go, we got to do it my way. Yep. Yep. That's and, also from jaws. Yeah. Yeah. And there you go. Yep. That's, that's, that's where I come in. Yep. Uh, so they got Ian Machane to take him out into the woods and hunt Bigfoot. I wrote down, is a lot of this improvised? Because it feels like a lot of this is improvised. Like the writing is very, it's either very, very bad or... The improvisation is very bad. Either way, they really needed to do a better job of that. I feel like that. the improvising would be better. I you feel think, like it would be funnier. But, but none of these guys are improvisers. Exactly. Oh, that's a good point. So it could they're be just bad. actors, you know? And it just feels like they're trying to make each other laugh, but none of them are very funny. <laughs> so it's like, it doesn't really work. So I wrote down, and I think this is true. This feels like when kids make a movie together. Like when you make your first movie with your friends, and it's like none of the shots are right, uh, but you're you're shooting the movie the way you think a movie needs to look and everyone's sort of like trying to make each other laugh and you cast like the kid who is like the best at acting but he's very awkward as the main character but it's got like none of the charm that one of those movies usually has like yeah you know it does, what i mean it does ring a little hollow it like i think does. it's just like oh shit we have to do this movie because we want a paycheck right that's what i felt so like, that's my question too is like the director and writer of this movie do you think they've done anything before and this is just like you know, like, how how do you think this worked behind the scenes? No clue. No idea? Just ruminate on it. See if you can figure it out. Okay. You know, then. I kind of do. Okay. So, I also wrote down something you didn't bring up. The music is goofy as fuck. Like, it feels like an outdated comedy movie. I, it music. feels like, to, to me, again, in the mindset of Christmas music, it feels like bullshit Christmas movie yeah. music. That's just, like, over the top, very sappy. Yeah. Very, very orchestrated, very upbeat. It's very orchestrated, upbeat. And, like, it's sort of, it's sort of like a silent movie where it, like, plays with the action yeah. on screen it's very goofy and corny yeah it's very goofy and it's not good yeah so, no totally not so the movie breaks up into two different parts we have the hunting party uh which has just got the classic comedy formula of thomas lennon the idiot who yes. is loud and annoying and not actually an outdoorsman who and not actually things. an outdoorsman then you have the outdoorsman who uh is not good at comedy playing by ian mcshane and then you have Ron Perlman, who does nothing. Yeah, Ron Perlman really doesn't do... He was only okay at the part when he was explaining what a furry was. Yes. And he didn't even explain what a furry was! Yes, yes. I exactly. just made him mad. Like, Why is mem- he in this movie? Uh, a paycheck. He produced it. 
Oh, shit. He's one of the producers. Uh, so they're out in the woods. And uh, then Thomas Lennon ac- accidentally uh, shoots Ron Perlman with a tranquilizer thinking he's Bigfoot. Oh, man. So that's the How end did of he the- mix that up? He, they were in the woods and they heard something. And so, oh, okay. And classic. Assumed, right. Ex- classic. Classic Cla- person. It's does- so funny. It's classic. So funny. So the next scene, we got Judy Greer. She discovers the Bigfoot costume. <gasps> and she now seems very... like. She's supposed to be looking at Michael Shannon like a new light. Like, oh my gosh, he's been doing this stuff. But she's like horrified by him. Like she's very unnerved by him now. And to me, as an audience coming into it, I was unnerved by him as well. Like, I'm like, it makes what sense. is going like, on? He's been such a nice guy. You're and right. He has this deep, dark secret. He's Bigfoot. But it's like, as far as deep, dark secrets go. That's not a bad one. Dressing up as Bigfoot and like bringing tourism to the town, being yeah. goofy. Like that's weird. But it's not like that crazy. Like I wouldn't see someone different. Like, uh oh, Ethan, you yeah. brought up an excellent point. Uh-huh. He's dressing up as Bigfoot, uh-huh. and he's brought press to the town. Yeah, is that why he's dressing up as Bigfoot? No, it's to get his- to get his wife back. Yeah, out of a selfish need to get his wife back into his life. Yeah, he's dressing up as Bigfoot. It's not to bring people into the town and make money for it. That is just a side thing. The main reason he's dressing up as Bigfoot is so that he can talk to his wife again. Yeah. Right? So hopefully he'll learn a lesson from that because right now Michael Shannon's character isn't much of a character. He's just TM nice guy. Good point. And so hopefully he'll learn a lesson Let's from this. Let's just hope. remember that. Okay. So Michael Shannon learns that there will be no show if they don't capture evidence of Bigfoot. So even though he knows it's dangerous to dress up as Bigfoot mm-hmm. once more, he must do it. Okay. Because if they get evidence, then there'll be a show, and the town will become. Pros- it'll be it'll be a landmark. It'll be right? a landmark, right? It'll exactly. Be like that's the, that's exactly right. So Judy Greer asks Michael Shannon that night if he wants to hang out with her that night. She's like, "Hey, do you want to like get some drinks? Do you want to like we could pop some popcorn and watch movies?" And he keeps turning her down. <sighs> and uh, so she's like, "Okay, well, have a have a good night." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, okay." And so she leaves. And she like turns around looking back at the store and we see the open sign turn to close and then she walks away a little farther and then we cut back to Michael Shannon and he starts like typing up something like in a little typewriter. <sighs> what is it? And here's is the thing, we don't, we don't know because he is he is in frame. He's in focus, but what he's writing is in unfocus. Oh. So we're just like, oh, we're probably going to learn later on. Like, this is going to be some kind of crazy thing, right? Why would he be writing it? Is he writing a lewd message he doesn't want sent, but then someone else picks but it up? But then someone else picks it up, and then, <laughs> and then he ends up falling in love with Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But then he has to go to, to war. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty bad. He's yeah. going to have to atone for his sins. Yeah, <laughs> uh, So <laughs> his he. Bigfoot sins. <laughs> his Bigfoot sins. <laughs> uh,. So uh, <laughs> he starts writing something up. So the Judy Greer is now, she could still see the store behind her. Yeah. And so she's like, I need to go back there. I need to tell him. Why? So she, so she bursts into the store and she's like, I know your secret. And he's standing in the Sasquatch he's not. Outfit. He's not there. Oh, shit. So she goes back into the back of the store and she discovers the typewriter <sighs> with the letter in it. What does it say? So there's a shot of her picking up the letter. Uh-huh. And I want to emphasize Why is it writing this. on a typewriter? Good question. Okay. I want to emphasize this. It's just Pottersville. It's just it's a wonderful life technology. Exactly. I want to emphasize, I want to emphasize this for everybody. I've okay. watched this movie, the last half of this movie, twice. You have? Okay. We never see what's on the letter. <laughs> Ever. The entire movie. Ever. We see her reading it, and she starts crying, and we never see what's she on the letter. She never mentions it? Nothing. It's never mentioned never again? Never mentioned again. 
The letter is never seen again. We never get a close up shot of the letter. I'm gonna say this movie start. It, it's it bar- starting to it, show its cracks, ain't it? I was it? gonna say it barely had me. Yeah, and it seems to be just <laughs> crumbling under its own. Not much. Like there's not much weight. <laughs> not at all. It's a pretty light movie. It's a very light movie, and it's still falling apart. Well, just wait because it's gonna get worse. So the hunting party gets really drunk on moonshine. Hell yeah! And then they start hearing something in the woods, <gasps> and they like start walking towards it. And Ron Perlman, who's now awoken from his tranquilizer dart. He's like, what What day is it? And I'm just like, why is he asking what day it is? He starts acting all suspicious. And they walk in and they discover a colony of furries in the woods. Oh, okay. Including Christina Hendricks, which uh-huh. was a shock to me. And at first I was just like, did they just hire Christina Hendricks to play a furry? Because I didn't know what else she was like. I didn't know anything else about well, the Well, it's movie. funny because like that's her, my first introduction to her too. Right, right, so right. Just, yeah. So I guess they did. They basically just hired her yeah, to play a furry. Much, yeah. Uh, so I wrote down, this is, I think, the worst scene in the movie. Because... Okay. Just as far as, like, the way it was directed. Already, like, in other parts of the movie, it's really poorly shot. But there's no sense of, like, screen direction. The camera is just wildly spinning around. There is no sense of, like, timing. The editing in this movie is awful. There is no yeah. sense of any kind of timing. There's no sense of any kind of, like, uh, uh t- like um, I don't even, like, it's uh, so see, hard to describe I, how bad it's weird because it's I poorly didn't, put I didn't together. Get it at all. Like, I just thought it was just weird. Yeah, but I, it's some days I have to admit this, Mike. It's hard for me to tell what's intentionally weird and yeah. what's bad weird. I think this is. I don't think this is intentional. I don't think so either. I, I think it's just bad. Yeah, uh, it so, doesn't come together. I think that's the thing. No, the, right, and that's the other thing is like I can understand why you would want to be using like strange camera angles right now because these guys have just walked into the scene and they've seen a bunch of furries and they're all drunk. Like I get that, but then. There's a part where uh, Ian McShane shoots up into the skies because he's like, get out of here. Disperse. I don't want you furries out here in the wilderness. Get out of here. I'm trying to hunt a, a Bigfoot. And even then, like the shots, like there's one part where he's like, yeah, you just just get on out of here, you little chicken. He's talking to Christina Hendricks. She's not dressed up as a chicken. She's a bunny. That's what Ron Perlman says. He's like, hey, she's a bunny. She's a bunny. Hey, hey, she's a bunny. Ah, uh, Of course, because he knows. Exactly. And then Ian McShane's like, well, then hop on out of here. It's just like. I can't express how awkward the scene is. Like, it's so bad. It almost feels like this was the last thing they shot before they showed it to an audience. And they just had to get this thing really quick. Like, it was so awful. Anyway, they leave. Then we see Michael Shannon walking around his Bigfoot. And the hunting party hears him. And there's another long scene. There is no sense of space, by the way, where it's like there's that we see we see Thomas Lennon and uh ron perlman in the woods and they're like trying to make noise trying to get the bigfoot out and then we see ian mcshane in the woods trying to find bigfoot and then we see uh michael shannon walking around right and we don't know where they are in relation to each other but they just keep cutting back to them for like what seems like 10 minutes and it's just a mess because i'm you just keep seeing like bigfoot moving and then they're just like whoa and they like look over in a random direction and then bigfoot's like looking in a different direction then we see ian mcshane and he's just like looking around in the woods eventually he sees michael michael shannon now you've brought up this excellent thing of like yes he probably knows that that's you see that that was good good editing what do you mean that was good editing because they definitely are good acting from Ian McShane. I'm right. sorry, not editing. Uh, that he actually knew something. Like, he acted like he knew something. He doesn't. 
Oh. He doesn't know anything about Bigfoot oh. at all. Oh. And if he does, it's never revealed or shown in the last half of the movie. I take he it. doesn't know anything about Michael Shannon being Bigfoot at all. In fact, <laughs> Ethan is embarrassingly drinking the rest of his drink. <laughs> you fallen for my trap. There is nothing. There is nothing. They didn't hit to anything. <laughs> Good day, sir. Good day. Isn't Damn. it awful? Isn't that terrible? Yeah. Like, that's even worse than if we were hinting at something and it was obvious. Even when it, Yeah, even when it's obvious, I feel betrayed. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, I watched corny-ass Christmas movies. Yeah. Because I want to know what's going to happen. Yeah. Like, I want to know already what's going on. Exactly. You're just there for the comfy ride that exactly. you've ridden a hundred times I before. Just, I want to chill out. I want to see them, you know, a happy ending. Mm-hmm. I want to see that. And I want to know when a character knows a secret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, especially when you obviously acted it. Yes, exactly. And now, I I don't... You know what? I defended you, Pottersville. <laughs> I said you were an all right movie, and now you're coming in here, and you're betraying everything I thought I knew about you. Yep, yep, yep. And it gets even weirder. Disgrace. It is awful. So, they pa- they package him up, and they load him onto the truck, and everyone is like, we caught Bigfoot! And it's like... Look at him for like a second. He's so clearly a guy in a gorilla suit. Like, what is the matter with you? Even Ian McShane doesn't like seem to realize this. It's very weird. So then they get, they drive the truck to the center of town and everyone's there, even though it's like middle of the night, even the furries sure. dressed up like furries. I mean, where else are they going to go? It's I, I, but like it's back the to their home. Yeah. Oh. Back to their homes. That's in the middle of the night when like, it's why, snowing. Why would, Mike, why would you do that? Why That's would you right. go back to your home if you're a furry? <laughs> I don't why know. Why wouldn't you just walk around openly in your first? I know, especially if nothing bad happens to you. Yeah. Nothing. No one makes <laughs> in this fun tiny of town. So, uh, there is this awful shot where, so, uh, Judy Greer shows up and she like jumped. So they, 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 they've propped, Michael Shannon dressed up as Bigfoot up in the back of the truck, like in the bed of the truck. Right. And everyone's looking at him. And Thomas Lynn is like, I have made the greatest discovery. I have discovered Bigfoot. And then he like yanks the blanket off of him, revealing Bigfoot to everyone. Everyone's like, oh, my God, it's a Bigfoot. And there's a shot from behind the truck. And it's so obviously a blanket that's supposed to look like snow on top of the truck. (sighs) But it's like in it's in the front of the frame. Like it is in it is in focus. My God. It is embarrassing. It is so bad. And then Judy Greer shows up. Now, here's my question. Judy Greer did all of this, and she was trying to stop him from going out as Bigfoot because she doesn't want him to be discovered as Bigfoot, right? Right, because he might get shot. Because he might get shot. Because it's Already bad. been shot, right? Yeah, Well, by a, by, a, by a tranquilizer. Dog. Yeah. But still, she doesn't want him to be humiliated in front of everybody, the town especially, right? Sure. So she jumps up onto the truck and pulls the mask off of him and goes, no, it's Michael Shannon. And everyone's like, what? And I'm like, why did you do that? This doesn't make any sense. Why did you do that? Why didn't you just wait until everyone dispersed and then went, no, this isn't actually Bigfoot just to like three guys. Like, why did you humiliate him in front of everyone in town when that was the one thing you were supposed to not do? Well, here's the thing. She doesn't like him. Obviously, it's just friends she wants to protect him she loves him (laughs) there's no way she loves i don't you know all these actions don't add up no they kiss at the end of the movie yeah what so anyway so thomas lennon is very upset and calls the town a bunch of hoaxers (sighs) and he's like you're a bunch of fakes and you're a bunch of freaks and he points at the furries when he says that and he says he's gonna sue them all he's gonna sue the entire town for damages movie not very not very 
inclusive to the furry community. That's right. They're just a punchline. There's even a great no. There's a, especially a punchline because at one point Christina Hendricks comes up in the bunny outfit and yells at Michael Shannon. She's like, "Pack your stuff up and leave." We're not going to live together anymore. And she goes, you made us look like a bunch of idiots. And then she puts the furry head on and walks away. And it's clear, like, that's the joke. That's the joke. So uh, other people start coming up to him as well. Up to Michael Shannon. Everyone's angry at him. And this one lady says, I gotta stick a big foot up your ass. Oh, I love it. It was like an old lady. I love it. And it's clear she was not comfortable cursing on camera. <laughs> she says it in a very awkward way. It was pretty great. So a double S. So Judy Greer, everyone's like sad and angry or whatever. And Judy Greer, Emotions. they seem more angry that Michael Shannon dressed all like Bigfoot and less angry that they're going to get sued for like apparently $150 million. Wait, why are they getting sued? Because they lied to Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon, or not Michael Shannon. Wait, what? Thomas Lennon. Thomas well, Lennon, uh-huh. the Australian faker, yeah, yeah. says that the town lied to him by saying that there was a Bigfoot out there. So, what the fuck? The dude, town didn't know. So, dude, uh, this is according to the movie, Ethan. Oh, the movie you said was okay. Look, This my... movie says that someone can sue an entire town for damages because they lied to him that they thought Bigfoot was in the you woods. You could just not air the episode. <laughs> Fuck off. I know. <laughs> just don't show it. But let me tell just you. Take take the L, man. Just take the L. It gets so much worse. Uh, so then, so then, Judy Greer brings a bunch of townspeople together, a handful of townspeople, and he's like, look, he was just trying to, now the real answer is, uh-huh. he was just trying to get back with his wife. But she says he was just trying to bring money to the town. I mean, that was a nice benefit. That was a great benefit, but that wasn't the reason he did that it. That was not the original reason he did it. And it so, was definitely, you know what, though? If a court saw it, now, they would say, Yeah, that's right. It's that money, though. That's that right. cash money. Because why are you did bringing have... up court? You're acting like the town cares about the lawsuit. The only person who ever brings up the lawsuit is him, is, is Thomas Lennon. And he leaves. And he just leaves. Oh, well, you know what? Whatever. So, but they just bring you know this so just bring stuff th- up and doesn't matter. Do you think he's gonna ever come back into the movie? No. Yeah, he probably just forgot. No, about knowing him, right? knowing the rest of this movie yeah. or what you stated, he's sound like never gonna come back. Sounds like they put a, they set a bunch of stuff up and never follow through. That's right. That's absolutely right. Just like a bad Tinder date. So then he ghosted him. Yeah. Ooh, maybe oh. she'll investigate ghosts next. <laughs> so maybe I'll switch up the ghost adventures. I'll be a guest star. <laughs> I am an Australian. Let me get. Let me ask you this: Is there something about a book that he asks people to sign? Uh, Michael Shannon uh, in his store. Like it might have been like a guest book or something. Okay, because she opens the, this book up and says there's no signatures in it. Everyone's like, wow, nobody signed the book? I'm like, what does that mean? I don't understand. But, but, I think, but, I, but that could be an implanted memory. I don't think, I don't recall that happening, I think it's but. to mean that like he always asks people to sign this book. I don't oh, know why. Okay, his book, he writes that down. It is tabs of the people who says, oh, my tab's running high. Oh. I'll pay this off. There you go. That makes there sense. There you go. Okay. There you go. So that hey, there we go. It. There we, so, thank you very much. So he's a nice guy, obviously, because right. he doesn't because he never actually follows. He never follows through. He's just like whatever. Exactly. Just take it. You need it. So the news does a story on Michael Shannon. He has this big speech about how he thinks the town needed something to believe in, and okay, it's like fair. right that again is not the reason you did any of this, but no. fine. It's a good way to hey, spin man. it. Spin it. That's right. You got to spin it. It's the modern and as the news way. is leaving, the town people show up and. It's literally like the ending scene of It's a Wonderful Life. Everyone just comes in 
to the store and they're like michael shannon we are we are uh we we love you now like there's this one guy that comes up and he walks in front of the camera and he <laughs> michael shannon goes oh hey buddy and he's like hey and we're like oh we're gonna get to know who this guy is no we just cut away from him and we get to somebody else and then um <sighs> d- d- okay yeah the reason it's a Wonderful Life is a great movie. Because we know who all these people are. We, we one, know who all those people are. Yeah. Two, that guy was in serious depression. <laughs> they set up, like, the first half of It's a Wonderful Life is just him setting up his dreams. Yep. And then the middle is just him, all his dreams falling apart. Yes. And then him falling into depression and then him realizing, oh, just because my dream shattered doesn't mean I didn't make an impact on exactly, this world. And exactly. it's a beautiful message. Yes. It and makes then, me cry every time. Exactly. Especially, every time, even though I know it. Especially when his brother says, the brother that if he wasn't around would have died, they bring that up. Yep. Uh, he he says to my brother George, the richest man in town. Exactly. It's the greatest part of the whole it's movie. It's so good. It's so good it's that so this heartfelt. movie steals it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, Michael Shannon's a brother and he appears? It's like, no, I was going to kill myself, no. but then Bigfoot saved me. Rod Perlman says to Maynard Greener, apparently that's his name, the richest man in Pottersville. <laughs> but it's like, what? The money Let, was never what? a problem for him. But guess what? He probably is because he sold all that sick merch. That's right. And he almost had to hire help. That's but he right. never did. That's right. It's it, it was insulting. Like It was insulting to see this happen. What? But Why is it... Why? Why is it a reference to this movie had no reason to me, reference It's a Wonderful Life? I'm gonna, we're going to totally get to that. But there's one more thing, a couple more things you have to deal with. One, one of the greatest parts of the whole movie. So There's one of those? Yes. Okay. So Michael Shannon is thanking everyone for coming by. Christina Hedrick comes by and she's like, hey, we should get together again. And Michael Shannon's like, no, you said we should break up. I think I agree with you. We should break up now. And so then she leaves. I mean, clearly that lady's not cool. No, not at like, all. She's she, just, she was she, in a huff and I'm away. bored and now I'm going to become a furry and then I'm just going to be shitty and just leave you. It's yes. like, yes. lady... Like, he says, go get some hobbies. I mean, they're very demeaning. It's like, go knit. It's yeah, like, yeah, It's yeah. like, well, well, you can do other things besides that. They're maybe more fulfilling. Yeah. Uh, or maybe life. you can work to some together as a Also, couple. what are you going to do? You don't ha- seem to have any job skills. I had you, no idea they were even married. Yeah. Like, she, like she they is, didn't feel like a married a, couple. She is a nothing. She sounds like she's a stay-at-home housewife. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. absolutely nothing. No kids to take care of, so mm-hmm. nothing to do. Nothing to do. And, of course, she's like, I want to experiment a little bit. I would love to do it with my husband, but he's Michael Shannon. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think that's the reason. I think he's just no, no, no. she's alone all the time. And yeah, bored. no, totally. So that <laughs> happens, and then I'm going to defend Michael Shannon every time. You know, you, you, gr- you, you can't you can't w- take that from me. You're right. There's you, so many other things to be bad bad about the movie. <laughs> you can't take away Michael Shannon being a, a protagonist. You know, it, it's really unfortunate, honestly, <laughs> that this, that this is the, the one life. time he gets to be a Seriously. protagonist, and it's fucking shit. It's shit. It doesn't utilize it correctly. No. But you know what? It would be great if one character told him everything about him. Everything about what he needed to do. So, because that needs to happen, we have Uh Judy Greer out of nowhere just goes, Hey, you thought you had to become Bigfoot to save this town, but you saved it a long time ago by just being you. And Michael Shannon's like, that's the end of it. He just nods? By the way, the audio podcast, he just nods. He just nods. But, um, like, wait, you literally did it. You're right. And you literally had a character say the moral of the movie straight to camera. Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. That's a ter- that's terrible writing style. Oh, right totally. There. Yeah. But on top of that, you're right. He didn't do anything. He didn't do it. He only did it so his oh. wife would take it back. 
I guess the re- no before that though he was just his saving of the town was mm. just letting people get free shit from him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that saves it as much as like puts a bandaid on the town. Right, right. Well, that's the other thing, right? To say that you had did saved he bring it a all bunch of jobs because apparently that's what those people needed. That's right. To say you saved it all along means that this movie meant nothing. Yeah, also which is that. true. Yeah, it doesn't mean, anything, it doesn't mean to anything to me. So then, um, that all happens. And then there's a shot. This was the worst. This is the ending of the movie. Okay. So then there's a shot of Michael Shannon, and he's taking out a loan because he's going to take <sighs> the loan to fix up Potter's. Is he going to lose that loan? And it's some mean. Oh! Some mean <laughs> he's going to lose it, and it's going to be like, why did you lose oh, it? That's a Rob Perlman's going to be bad. Yeah, the movie ends with him jumping up. <laughs> It's just, it's a wonderful life, but they don't get the happy ending. They never get the happy ending. They skip that Clarence part. I wish. (laughs) Uh, So then uh, he's fixing up Pottersville. Then we cut to Thomas Lennon. He's not out of the movie. Now here's, here is the dumbest part of the whole film. Oh, I'm excited. So as I said, Thomas Lennon was going to sue Pottersville. Yes, he was. Because he felt humiliated, I guess. Sure. So somehow, never explain how, news gets out that he isn't really Australian. Hold on. Yes. He joins a bunch of furries. No. Oh, damn it. That would be better. Okay. It's somehow discovered that really he Australian. is not really an Australian. Okay. And so he loses, Maybe it was his birth certificate. he loses his job. Okay. And they fire him and he will and that's the end of his character. So What? I guess he's not gonna sue Pottersville? Don't know. That part is dropped. But that but, has nothing to do with Pottersville. Like, it's not that they, they figured out. And if Australia. anything, it's even more reason for him to sue Pottersville. He lost his job. But was that why, though? What do you mean? Like, how did they find out he doesn't have an Australian accent? No, never explained. Okay. There's just a news report, and they say, breaking news, this guy who's on television isn't really who he says he is. And it's like, no shit. He hunts monsters for a living. Like, Obviously, he's not a guy who tells the truth you all the time. You at least expect their ethnicity or you know where they came from to be uh, accurate. I guess, but that's hardly a reason to fire somebody, I think, just because he's doing an accent. Well, he could easily just say he's playing a character. Alex Jones got away with that for years. Yes. Well, he doesn't have a job anymore. Yeah, that's true. But it's also not like he's. It's not like he's. It's not like he goes on television and says, "Ah, hey, Sandy Hook wasn't real." Fucking yell at the parents. Yeah, for the you rest know of what? Their lives. He did last way longer than he should have. That was. <laughs> that was just true. That's true. But. So that happens. The loan goes to fixing up Pottersville and making a museum for Bigfoot. Why? But, but they know they that. know it's not real. So they've made a museum for Bigfoot. Everyone's happy about I it. I thought they made a. Mu- it'd be funny if they made a museum of like his shit. Yeah, right. Like, it was just of like the here's, Bigfoot here's costume. A, it's just a gorilla. Like yeah. that would be funny. Yes, that would be very funny. But it's just regular it's just old a big foot. And then they mm. took the loan out for it. Like that's a terrible idea. Why would you take? How are you going to pay it back? You know what? In this movie, you don't ever have to pay back loans. So it's why fine. even include that? Like I would never have asked where they got the money. I just assumed they would have it. You know, like right. why include the loan thing. Because the thing is, the best part is they use the broken down mill as the place for the museum, which oh, I think is a okay. very smart idea. That's why even right. show the loan scene? Well, because you know you have to buy that sawmill back. I would or never ask where they got the money. I would just assume they had it. What kind of mill did it look like? What were they milling in there? I have no. They never show that. It literally. It looks. I thought it was when I first saw it the first time around. I thought it was like the Capitol building or something, or, <laughs> or like the mayor's office. It's like, General Mills. It's just Tony Tiger sitting there being like, "Ah, they're great." It didn't really look like a place where people would work. Like that was the weird thing, or like where like there would be industrial work or anything. It just oh, looked it looks like, like a, a Capitol building. building. That's weird. Yeah, it looked like where the mayor would work. They just have a really fancy uh, a mill office. That's why it closed. No down. wonder they spent so much money on making it look pretty. They're like, oh wait, it has to work. Yeah. So. 
The movie is almost over. Oh, we God. have a forced kiss between Michael Shannon and Judy Greer. You had to close your eyes like you're six years old. Yes. Then there's a shot that doesn't make any sense to me uh-huh. where they're talking to each other. Was it a shot with a tranquilizer in the butt? And it yeah. Was like and, then, and then Michael Shannon's like, <laughs> 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 um, they, they look at each other and then Judy Greer looks off to the side a little bit and we see Ian McShane in a truck and he like tips his hat and then Judy Greer like smiles and then that's like the end of the movie. And I don't know why you did that. And then, oh, and then we hear no. a Bigfoot sound off screen. Maybe that's why. Maybe he's going to go hunt the actual Bigfoot. But that happened before the Bigfoot sound. Oh. Why yeah. did he do that? And why does Judy Greer know who he is? As far as I know, they were never in contact with each other. They, no, he, he came into the room oh, a couple that's right. times. Like, but then why did that happen? What is he like? Like, was he going like, you're welcome? He didn't do anything. Uh, he really he, didn't do anything. Uh, he's going to go find the Bigfoot for real now. The real Bigfoot. They don't know that there's a Bigfoot yet. You heard the noise. That happens after he nods. He, he knows, though, beforehand. He's fucking smart. Yeah, I guess so. That's huh. what he was alluding to. Oh, okay. Before, I think. Look, man, I'm trying. It's not working. The movie this. is awful. Yeah. Now, the real question. Why is this movie called Pottersville? Uh, it's a wonderful life. Why? Is the town called Pottersville? The town is called Pottersville. There you go. That's why it's called Pottersville. It's called Pottersville in a wonderful life when Potter takes over. Yeah, and it's shitty. That's right. So it's because the sawmill took over and it closed down and everyone's left with no Here's job. Here's what I think. I think this movie is taking place in the alternate universe of It's a Wonderful Life where he was never born. Uh, okay. So what we're seeing is like a weird parallel universe. Of It's a Wonderful Life? But, like... Why? He doesn't own any... Like, there's not Potter's the, We never company. see Potter. There's nothing Mr. else Potter. like that. I thought it was just a, a shitty reference to There's more than life. one shitty reference is a weird thing. Like, But one, that's... A th- I don't think it's an alternate universe is what I'm saying. Is I think it is a reference to the movie. Right. But I don't think it's an alternate universe where the bat, where he was never born. But then what other reason is there? It's just to be a fucking sh- lazy-ass... Re- this movie's lazy as fuck, Mike! <laughs> not, they don't make any effort. They just do the reference and that's it. Yeah. So that's all they did in this movie. Is they just are like, well, what's a great way to tie it to It's a Wonderful Life? A good Christmas movie. We'll piggyback off that. Pottersville. Boom. But that's the other that. thing, though, too, is like it isn't just the name of the movie. They reference the It's a Wonderful Life many times. Yeah, like, no. They also reference I know that. Jaws, too. Yeah, why do they like Jaws so much? I don't know. They reference it twice, and then they reference the Wonderful Life like three times. I don't, I don't know why. I understand the It's a Wonderful Life reference to Christmas. It'll be fine. Right. You want to do a better one. Yeah, but the yeah, Jaws yeah. makes no sense. Uh, I don't understand the references. All I'm saying is I don't think I, I disagree with you about the alternate universe. <laughs> I just here's the thing. I, I just really, think just, I don't really think that. Yeah. But in my world, I want that if to be you, the reality. Why to make this movie slightly better? Just a little bit, because I want them to be like. But it makes it worse because they don't go all the way. To, they don't have all the banks and stuff. It's that's like Potter's true. Bank. They don't have Potter's like a this. picture of a guy in a wheelchair. Exactly. They yeah. don't have like all the monuments set up. It's just. It doesn't a, look anything like just, Pottersville. No, at it all. doesn't. It just looks yeah. like a town. It looks like a generic Midwest town yeah. that is down on its luck because of. The friggin' mill closed. Right, 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 right. Mill, right. whatever they do. Saws. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> well, you know what? It, it all went downhill since that building and loan closed years ago. Oh, yeah. Potter took over it. And so Potter took over. Too bad there is no loans because the only loans given out here is by Michael Shannon. Yeah. And he just doesn't do anything with them. Yeah. What a good guy. I hate this movie. I thought it was awful. I I'm, I am I'm, confounded. I'm not even angry. I'm just so... I want to talk to the guys who made this movie. <sighs> so this is the other thing. Ron Perlman produced this movie. Right. Uh, amongst, like... 10 other people like a lot of producers all right his his daughter appears in the movie as the uh one of the cops oh that's his daughter is she the one that keeps mimicking him all the time 
they work together a lot? I guess so. I don't know. She's, she doesn't really. I've never seen them. She's kind of tan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his daughter. daughter. Okay. Cool. Um, he has. He's in the movie for no reason other than the fact that he's probably just like a producer. And these guys that made this movie have not. The guy who directed this movie has directed like one other thing. And the guy who wrote this movie has written like two other things. Wow. So I'd like to think that they just knew a guy who knew a guy. Like maybe it's all they, taste, baby. Maybe they knew Ron Perlman's daughter and they're like, hey, we met at a party once. I'd love to make a movie. And then Ron Perlman, like, can you talk to your dad? And then Ron Perlman's like, yeah, I'll produce it as long as I'm in it and my daughter's in it. And yeah. they're like, yeah, fine. And then they started making the movie and they were like, wait well, a minute. Wait, we got Ron Perlman in this movie. Of course it's serious. Eva Shane, come on in up here. Get all these other people that have worked with these other people, you know, like uh, Six Degrees of Separation or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it just wound up being this insane, awful film. It is weird how it got made and how it got green, like considering that there's no pedigree behind the director. You know, yeah. Sometimes you want to take shot. At, like I know Disney does a thing where it keeps right. hiring people, where it's like, oh well, you know, this person made a couple successful. That's exactly right. Indie movies yeah, or that's whatever. Right. That's right. Uh, Taika Waititi uh, mm-hmm. is like a good example of that. Like, why don't you do a Thor movie? That's fine. You Colin had Trevor. You've had like three successful movies that are not even successful. Like, I mean, they did popular, popular. Yeah, uh, but very, very indie. Like, the mainstream audience has not heard of right. them. Well, I think that's the thing is they wait for someone who, on a small budget, is able to make a movie that a lot of people see and like and like, and then they're like, well, here's a big budget. Do the same thing. <laughs> good luck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Figure out how to do his budget. Yeah. But, yeah, they do that, but I don't know how someone would know anything. Yeah, just kind of was like, "Here's a big budget." It's all of a sudden, obvious. Like the script is terrible. It makes no sense. It is. And they it's do, just do like, all these setups and they don't pay off. Like, what's all, the point? All it needs. What is, is the like point? A quick edit. Like, it's not that hard to fix a movie like this. Like, just make Michael Shannon. It really doesn't. Like, there's no. a lot of just loose ends and just a couple. It like, doesn't need to be shit. there. Like it, the the premise. The letter. Why was there even a scene of him writing a letter? Honestly, the premise, that's the thing, is the first half of this movie, the reason I didn't not like it was because I was like, well, you know, it probably is fine later on. Like, they they set up, obviously, there's clearly, they're setting up all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least the actors are thinking Yeah, the actors do something with the material that isn't there. That isn't there, which actually turns out to harm the movie. Oh, yeah. Um, And... It just doesn't pay off. So that's kind of why it's like, and probably watching the last half, obviously. Mm-hmm. If I started watching the rest of this movie, I'd been like, what the fuck is, like, why does this exist? It was confounding to yeah. say the least. It was bizarre. I hated it. This is one, this is, I think, one of the worst Christmas movies I've ever seen. Yeah, we watched some pretty bad Christmas movies. I know. It's hard Christmas for me to the think Cranks? of one. That one was pretty bad too. But at least that movie looked like a real movie. <laughs> you think this one's just. Just that had like a story. Like it didn't have characters I liked, but it had like a story I could follow. This you think this one just has a gorilla mask on and a couple uh, a nice mm. uh, camouflage suit on? And like I feel like it's trying to make a message about like Christmas and Santa, but like it's so confusing that I, I don't like think it does a good I job of it. I don't think it has really much of a message except we want to be It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that movie. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, this is not. <laughs> no, this is... It just... It just and it like, makes you even angrier because it it it, it, it's it, invokes, it invokes the words of "It's a Wonderful Life." Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Frank Capra's rolling in his grave right now. Yeah, he is. is yeah, he dead? he's probably dead. Frank Capra's definitely dead. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? There's so many people. I'm I like, made sure of that. Okay. Good to know. Thank you for making sure of that. Just so my. It was a wonderful death for him. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you guys wanted to see this movie, it's on Netflix. Enjoy, yeah. oh, please. Go ahead. You fucking knock it, knock it out of the watch park. Watch half of it. You'll be like, maybe I'll watch the rest of it. Probably don't. Don't. But, you know. Don't. 
Uh, yeah. And uh, if you guys want to get a hold of us, if you guys have any movie refer- uh, like movies that you recommend, you can email us at email at com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, and if you want to listen to our previous Christmas episodes, we have two before this one, uh, you can find those on iTunes, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. Yes. And while you're there, please leave a five-star rating and review. We will read it on the show no matter what it says, even if it is a terrible script for an awful Christmas movie. So just, just a script. They just copy and paste it. If it's this... Oh my God, God. this movie's so toothless. <laughs> like it makes it... it just. It, what's the message? The more you think what's about the it, the angrier you it get. It is because it's like, it just squanders everything. It's like, what is this supposed to be? We just enjoy Michael Shannon running around pretending to be Bigfoot? Yeah. Because that's the only enjoyable part of this movie. Yeah. And that ends pretty quickly. Yeah. And the jig is up and then it's like, what do you do after that? I don't know. I don't know. Just, just, just bumble around just for bumble, another hour and a half. Bumble around and yeah. I'm all, you know what? This movie is thankfully very short. I was going to say, I'm so glad. It was only like you're, a, you're an hour 14 wait an hour and a half the movie's not even that long yeah (laughs) it's like an hour 20 i think yeah yeah it's so short i was so happy about that i was like oh it's over quick that is one not because it's good it's because it's actually short but here's the thing even if it is like an hour 20 i think they've used every like inch of film like i think they used everything they shot yeah like i would be very surprised if there was like takes on the cutting room floor or an entire like subplot totally because like yeah this movie sucks don't watch it don't but if you want to Netflix, <laughs> if you want to go against everything we said, just do it. I just I don't know. I feel like we've watched one pretty good Christmas movie this month. We watched two pretty bad ones. I hope yeah. the next one is better. I don't think so. We'll see, won't we? Please don't be done, everybody. Good night. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm just making a face. <laughs>